Welcome back to the show. It is Third Eye Hitter, and I am bringing you a Wednesday show. Man, it's good to be back in the in the in the saddle of podcasting. So, uh, you know what's new? What's going on, everybody? It's a Wednesday show. I'm put on my hoodie, make myself a little bit more comfortable. This is a uh, something you won't notice if you're uh, watching. I mean, listening. Excuse me. But if you're watching, you'll definitely notice uh, this sick hoodie I put on. So I recommend you watching the visuals. But anyways, uh, what's going on? Well, what am I going to talk about today? I'm going to talk about my secret podcast I didn't publish <laughs> after the Super Bowl. Uh, it's about Kanye West. I want to start the show off, clarify some things I said about Kanye uh, on Sunday. I meant everything I said. Uh, I'm going to try to re- repeat some of the things I said. Essentially, Kanye West is a sellout. Uh, why is he a sellout? He made a commercial for uh, McDonald's. So when you look at uh, why is that not good? Why is that bad? Uh, why is... I mean, why is that even matter, I guess? Um, here's why that matters. Uh, Kanye West is a huge uh, role model and influential figure for uh, the black community, people of color. And um, I don't know anything about statistics, but if you look up like type 2 diabetes, high levels of, um, what's that, what's the, what is the politically correct term? Body mass index? High BMI? Something like that. I I mean, in other words, uh, people who are typically identified as being overweight. So you have this leader for this community and he says, hey, everybody. Why don't you go get a double, McDouble? Travis Scott's done. I'm filling in this spot as, you know, the resident fast food dispenser for the devil. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for God. You know what I mean? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on God's side. I'm going to say how much I'm doing and what I want the black future to be while they're shoving a McDouble down their throat. You know what I mean? And apparently we had a pandemic and the pandemic disproportionately affected that demographic. So... I mean, it just seems strange at a time like this to be a leader for McDonald's and for this uh, highly processed food, which leads to severe health issues that lead to comorbidities that increase the likelihood of dying from this supposed disease many people <laughs> are afraid of with a 99% 9 whatever survival rate. And on God, it is that, because I don't know anybody my age who's died of COVID. Isn't that crazy? The craziest fucking disease in the world. I don't know one person. <laughs> I'm not talking about the pandemic today, though. Uh, I'm just talking about Kanye, why I think he's a fucking sellout. And if you support him still, like, or it's like anything like that, just know it's... Uh, when I hear you talk about Kanye, it's like when I hear anybody talk about, you know, which president they like. Oh, yeah, you still believe in that game, right? It's funny anybody ever. I did. I mean, the reason I, I'm bringing it up because I heard, my feelings got hurt a little bit because I thought he was, or in some sense, broke away and was an independent artist in a lot of sense. But you can see now how he's on he's on a leash. He's getting told what to do. Right. Uh, he wants to present this persona of freedom, but let me tell you, big dog, when you work for McDonald's, you ain't free. Right. Uh, McDonald's has expectations as when they employ you, Kanye West, of what you can and can't do. Um, I'd like to see that contract he signed. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter. He, he influenced millions of people to go eat McDonald's. And I think that's the devil's work. Um, anyway, uh, so here we are. Ten minutes in talking about Kanye West, basically. I don't know, maybe five minutes, really. So, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, Valentine's came and went. Don't celebrate it personally. Uh, in any real big capacity to me, it's a, it's a false holiday. Um, conveniently designed by the corporations to fill a gap between, uh, what is it called? New Year's and, what's it called? St. Patrick's Day, right? So it's just one of those, you know, candy holidays and wine holidays. Talked about that earlier in a podcast, how 
Yeah, basically holidays are about two things, candy for the kids and alcohol for the adults. You know, I can't, most, most every holiday is like that. So, uh, here we are, here we are. And man, what do, what do I want to talk about today? It's nice to you just get to sit here. You got the mic. I can say anything I want. Uncancelable, cancelable, right? Uh, when nobody knows your name, doesn't matter. I mean, people know my name. I mean, in the larger sense of the world and what people are paying attention to. I'm a, I'm like a flea on an elephant's back then. I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Just hanging out. Um, man, what do I want to talk about? I'm trying to think. Uh... So, what do we got going on? We just got like, here's some bullshit. I'm going to just talk about a couple of things. Usually on Wednesdays, I, I do, uh, as you all might or might not know, I do cringe stuff. But I'm trying to work in a solid 15 minutes, 20 minutes of me talking before I rely on the computer for anything. Um, so, here we are. But it's just funny, like, when if anybody watched the Super Bowl, this is old news. This is going to date the fuck out of the podcast. Ah, man, Super Bowl's behind me. Uh, but what's going on in my life, dude? Is there anything going on? Uh, shoot, man. Like, parks. Parks are interesting. You know what I mean? You go to a park in the middle of the day now, and it's strange, man. Like, kids don't go to parks no more or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're just there with your kid. You feel like you're in some fucking apocalyptic movie or something, right? Cars are driving by, but, like, there's no kids. Like, where'd they all go? Right? Uh, then, like, some older kid showed up uh, showed up with a grandma. I was like, it makes sense. She remembers parks. You know what I mean? Grandma brought the kids to the park. And, uh... So that was, that was my experience with parks. Just fucking trying to figure out why nobody goes to them anymore. I mean, it is kind of a cold winter. Um, makes sense there. I didn't go to the coolest park in the world either, so. And I went, not for me. I didn't go by myself. I took my kid. Let's clarify that. I'm not going to parks alone as an adult. Not once, not ever. Not even if I needed to buy, like, uh, anything. Like, uh, you know, people meet up online to, like, hey, I'll buy your shit off KSL Classifieds. Meet me at this place. No, dog. Won't meet at a park. I'll meet you at the police station. Every time. So here we are. Tuesday. It's going to be Wednesday. Wednesday podcast. And I hope there's a lot of cringe going on um, for us. Because if not, I'll just probably fill up the rest of this episode of me talking about nothing. Um, But what is there to talk about right now? I'm thinking world political issues. Oh, you got the truckers in Canada. Some part of me just wants to avoid... Talking about things, but I guess people like this shit. So maybe I'll talk about the Canadian truckers and Justin Trudeau. Is that his name? What do you do? We uh, declared a, an emergency because of these truckers. And I think that's crazy because let's just get this down to facts, Jack. I grew up and the Canadians were always the nice guys. Sorry, pal. Sorry, bud. And overnight, it's like all the Canadians became racist truckers. Anti-Semitic racist truckers who uh, don't care about anybody. And most of them are fully vaccinated, which is crazy. So just the way the media has been able to change some paradigm of thought when it comes to Canadians. Now Canadians are not nice. Now Canadians, I guess, have a large population of assholes. I don't think that, but the media would like you to think that. Um... And it's just fat because I I still think those and then I've watched some of these interviews with these Canadian truckers and like some of the videos and like they're all nice, like everybody's happy. Nobody seems, you know. There's a few people who are just you know disgruntled, but even at the end of the day, it just seems like everybody's just there, till they get what they want. A protest, I guess, is what that's called. Um. But man, yeah, it's fascinating. The whole Canadian trucker thing. I can't believe that these people's assets might be targeted. Um, it's nuts, man. And to see a country like Canada 
like, hey, double down, double down on these fucking truckers, right? And then you see L.A. Oh, hey, by the end of this, uh, by the end of this month, kids don't have to wear masks at school now. Oh, and uh, by the way, Coachella. Mm, I know it's a big event, but you won't need a vaccine passport, mask, or anything. Fuck it. The the whole fucking thing's over in America, and up in Canada, you got everybody still playing around, playing this fucking pandemic game. And I don't know how hard these people got hit over the head. You know what I mean? With this fucking propaganda. They're begging for the chains. Oh my God, more restrictions, more... More government oversight into my personal life and my neighbor's personal life. That's what they fucking want. And it's insane to me, man. And I guess when you rely on the government for everything, right? Government, please take care of my health. Government, please look after my kids. Government, please provide me a job. Government, please give me food. Government, please give me housing. I guess when you ask them for everything, when someone doesn't, need the government for anything in some sense uh but the government makes themselves necessary like a drug i guess or pimp the prostitute people have a hard time with that you know what i mean like i don't and a lot of people don't want to be attached to the government in lots of ways you know what i mean uh don't ever want to fight for the government i was just born in this country don't ever want to die for the country right and i think <laughs> I'm sure you can come up with a hypothetical situation for most people. Like, oh, yeah, you you totally love your country. Sure. But I'm just saying, in general, this idea that everybody on the left expects you, and I've talked about this a million times, expects you to just kowtow to the government and do what the government tells you. And uh, not only that, but do what the pharmaceutical corporations tell you who are convicted felons. Meanwhile, they're going to sit down and lecture you at how shitty our government's been for the past, what, 260 years? Whatever it is. Uh, so the, the disconnect in their brain where they are lecturing you about how shitty we are, while also insisting you listen to the system, listen to the government, listen to this shitty system. Super anti-spyware. It's not an ad, but it is. So, hold on. I feel better now. So, just had to take a quick breath. Dang it. So, man. What, uh, what else are we going to talk about besides the fucking pandemic again? I guess, you know, the reason why it's necessary is because you look to the north and you see this shit happening. Like, oh, the government just flips script on everybody while simultaneously ignoring the fact that America, their southern neighbor, is just giving up on COVID? Uh, it's nuts, man. I don't know how this stuff's playing out all across the world. Um, and for the people who can't see it, I feel sorry for you. You're obviously not watching this podcast. You tuned out a long time ago. Uh, you unfollowed me a long time ago or whatever, unsubscribed. Deleted me from your memory banks and hope people like me had a long, cold, hard winter. You know, it's nuts, man. How people have changed in the past two years. Uh, it's, and some people have changed for positive. Some people have changed for negative. Um, some people just are, I mean, beholden to this fucking corporation of a government. And it's nuts to me that there's not an independent bone in their body. They're spineless. Um, and I'm I'm not holier than thou in some ways, but at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of Americans, a lot of people across the world, they, and I don't blame them because if you look at the way our school educational system works and the conditioning it puts us all through, you know, you don't, you can't blame them for not questioning authority. You know what I mean? They've been ingrained in a system. I know people who think they're smart because they haven't left the halls of a school building since they were six years old. And these people are like 33, 34, 60, 50, 
in their 20s, whatever they are, these highly educated people, they haven't left the, left the halls of a school for, since they were six years old. They've been in the same fucking institution, being fed the same fucking thing, right? Find me someone who works at Amazon who doesn't believe and recite every word of the Washington Post. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes company man thinks like, like the company plan. Um, and people don't know how to think for themselves or even understand like, why would people lie? Why would they lie? I don't know. Why is this stock publicly traded and a vaccine at the same time? Why is there a for-profit mechanism behind all of this? Why are people making money off people dying? It's crazy, man. I think like something like a vaccine in all heart of hearts, I wonder how the world would look if uh, vaccines were created without a profit incentive, right? What would that look like to uh, a Pfizer, right? And, you know, they say, we can't do it. Why not? We'll pay everybody who's doing the job. But like you CEOs, you don't get money. You don't get a top off. You don't get a write off. You don't get stock profits. You don't get stock options. You just make the product and hope people choose to use it because you're making the product in a very altruistic way, right? You're not out for yourself because if you're out for yourself, you might make a product that works semi-effectively, but it actually needs to be upgraded every six months with a thing called a booster. You might have made a you know good product, maybe the best product, but... You're financially incentivized in your creation structure to uh, be beholden to the profit structure and increase your uh, capital. So that's my point. I don't know why anybody even tries to like deal with that thought. You're for the vaccines? Fine. Why are they making so much fucking money? And why do they need to? Right? Meanwhile, you got people who had to not work, right? people's lives if they did and then when they did decide to go back work they had to change their health paradigm maybe uh they didn't want the vaccine maybe they wanted bodily autonomy personal sovereignty over one's body and it didn't make sense for them why they needed a covid19 vaccine instead of anthrax or measles or mumps booster or any of the other polio booster. Why Why is this the only requirement to get in the building? Why is the, why is that the requirement to get in the building uh, a purchase of a, of a corporation's product? And that corporation is the number one sponsor of every TV fucking station in America. Brought to you by Pfizer. You know what I mean? And people can't fucking think about this shit, right? What's with all the fucking money? Let's just talk about the money. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't look right. Um, and, then, and then at the end of the day, right? Still doesn't work. <laughs> people still getting sick, right? People who didn't get it, not getting sick. Like for me, hey, never been tested once on God. Uh, never, like, so never been tested. What, like me getting sick? No, sorry, I've been hung over, right? I've had hangovers. I mean, I can't remember the last time I got, like, flu-like symptoms. Can't remember. Haven't had a cough in you. I got a smoker's cough. Also, take a rip, ha, ha, cough, cough. Hey, haven't had a cough. On God, knock on wood, but hey, your boy's healthy. So what's going on? The worst part. And hey, don't wear a mask. Fuck these rules. What's going on? Am I a super spreader, super sane, healthy guy? What the fuck am I doing? I'm not special. A lot of, I think the reality is, the reason, why am I talking about the pandemic for 25 minutes? <laughs> it's the only fucking thing I talk about. Holy shit. Ah, oh, what else should I talk about? Fuck, man. I just get so fucking pissed about it, dude. And then you got this Canadian shit. That's why I get pissed. Because it's not over. It feels like it's over in America. And everybody's trying to ignore it. Let's not talk about it. Not, hey, meanwhile, in Canada, emergency, uh, government, state, 
all kinds of shit's going on. It's not over, Americans. Just because we don't have to deal with it right now. Just because our freedoms aren't getting kicked in the balls even harder. Doesn't mean everybody around the world's freedom's not getting fucking snake snaked away, dude. But here we are. Nonetheless, nonetheless, we are here. Um, and I think overall, you know, I just need to stop talking about the pandemic. That's the number one thing. Jesus Christ. That's the number one thing. I think that will lead me to become a better podcaster. Otherwise, I just need to rename the fucking show the pandemic show and just accept that it's the only fucking thing I can talk about. I mean, what else do I mean? Ah, ah. <laughs> uh, what have I been thinking about generally? I've been thinking about. I have to work on this, man, because. What am I talking about? I need to just transition out to uh, the cringe. Get this part of the show going. I mean, I made it all right. 26 minutes, 25 minutes. It's not the worst, but I can certainly do better. Um, here we go. Cringetopia. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So here we are. Let me transition this. Maybe this will do it for you. All right. Um, the number one post is actually a picture. So I was homeschooled for high school. Chloe Bailey had tried to talk to me when we was in high school, but I told her one day she gonna be a star. Don't focus on me, cause on focus on your craft. And look what she done. Proud of her. She said I was homeschooled for high school. Interesting. Homeschool. Uh, I guess it's cringy. Y'all really don't understand how... Okay, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. The caption for this post, or if you're just listening, is can't better your health and life without some random saying it's fat phobia, lol. Y'all really don't understand how real this grind is. My life has taken a complete 180 over the last 18 months. Celebrating weight loss is fat phobia. Nah, man. Okay, first video. Title is cringe or chat. I'm confused. I can tell you the word. Swine and swimming, stranded. So difficult to listen to. I'm just gonna stop right there. Yeah, it's cringy. Next one. It's called Yeah, Right. And then it's a photo of a guy, not a photo, a video of a guy sitting in the chair with a caption saying, When she claims you after a one night stand, laughing pace, laughing pace. Go full screen, get the full action here. Ooh, that's cringy. He has like a weird face. I am late. TTV Pablo. Don't worry about it, Pablo. You're on time. So I'm going to watch this one more time. It is kind of cringy because he keeps his face down at the beginning. And he looks like he has, you know, trying to get a good look on his face. Interesting. I think he might have something going on. I, so it's hard to like make cringe or stuff about stuff like this when you know the person might have a disability. So that guy, I'm going to chalk that up to maybe as a disability. So not so cringe. The common is cringe. The old man is Chad. How are you going to say that? This thing says, oh, die, Grandpa. Well, have I done something to offend you, bro? You know, like, did I make a comment on one of your videos you didn't like or something? I don't think so. I went and took a look at your TikToks. They're not doing too bad. 120,000 followers. They all seem to love you very much. They think you're a pretty good-looking fella. But I don't know why you would say this to me, man. You don't even follow me. But you would come on my TikTok and tell me to die? Really, man? Gee. Thanks for the great comments, right? <laughs> I hope you live forever, my friend. Mm. 
God bless you, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And Merry Christmas. So it was just a sad video there. Common is cringe, the old man is Chad. Ugh. It doesn't look like a Chad, it looks more like a Michael to me. Um, okay, this one's just called what? Hey, will you go on a date with me February the 14th? Um, yeah. Dad, you're not gonna believe it. What song? I'm taking the baddest girl on a date February the 14th. You can't look like that on a date. Alright. This has gotta go. Now I gotta take a shower. Ashton, you look so good. <laughs> I just want to impress you. Super cringe. I don't know if that was intentional, but that was uh, way cringe. Way cringe. Liked it though. I really liked it. He tried hard. This kid is cute, but no five-year-old is going to think, I want to ask someone for Valentine with a nice suit and flowers. It's so stupid to see parents do this to the kids' reviews. It is. A five-year-old girl asking a girl in his class to know that. Yeah, I don't like this either. I don't like her recording. It's more about the mom at this point. You know what I mean? And if I'm that guy's parent, I'm like, ugh. I better fucking know you. Oh, the other mom's recording it too? Yuck. Ugh, I mean, do I want to see that? No. I'm glad it got posted cringe. That's exactly where it belongs. Next one's titled, When You're Too Lazy to Even Have a Drink. That's fake. That's fake. Don't like the fake ones. Ah, that's funny. Tinder matches. So he just uh, created a fake sign. We won a lot of money. Uh, okay, this one. Best dance moves to do while holding a baby. Oh, no. Waiting for it. What? No, <laughs> fuck is this shit? Oh my fucking god! I is it? Oh, oh my god! It's like concussion for my kid, so I can get a few more fucking views. Disgusting. Ah, man. Oh, you mate, do uh, you have a license for that veg? A couple were told they need planning permission to grow the vegetables. Jesus Christ. I have a barbed wire baseball bat. What do you have? Hmm. This title is what WTF. Don't like these stories. I don't like them one bit. Scenes outside a women's college in India. Desperation at its peak. Damn. This NFT Guess we were going backwards? Very mad. It's called Metaslay. Basically, people have taken a bunch of pictures of black people and they're now selling them <laughs> as NFTs. Now, people are very unhappy with this NFT. This is fucking awful. For obvious reasons, people want this NFT to be taken off of any marketplace. They've also started to track down anyone who has ever bought one of these NFTs. What do y'all think of all this? Hmm. People are worried way too much about. I mean, if you're that racist, you need. Who's that racist? 
Oh my god, it's hard to even imagine somebody that racist. It almost seems like a joke, like, not a joke, but there's no way anybody's seriously that racist, right? That'd be disc. I mean, what is about that? Found this on Discord. Have some non political cringe. Hey, they call me. This one's they call me Jeff. Yeah. They call me Jeff. They call me Jeff. They call me Jeff. That's not my name. My name is Jeff. Huh. It's cringe. So I'm logging on Xbox 360 for the first time in years and found Just Dance 3 laying around. Clicking on Just Create the Worst Mistake. Clicking on Just Create was the worst mistake of my life. So here's nine year old me dancing to a song. They said, I mean, it's not crazy. Good for you. So that concludes, I guess, this episode, this week of Cringe. I'll go past week, see if there's anything we missed. Two people are so stupid. I get it. This one's called WTF. I was careless, I forgot I did. And now, when all is done, there is nothing to say. You have gone up so effortlessly. You have won, you can go ahead, tell them, tell them all I know now. Shout it from the rooftops, write it on the skyline. All we had is gone. What the fuck? I can't even watch this. This is terrible. Nah, I think we watched it last time. Ah, uh, yeah, we seen. Oh, this one's called Calm Down, bro. Nah, he ain't serious. That's funny. 100% Chad, right? 55 Chad, I guess. He People really think his name's Chad. Need to get out of here. That's a joke. No way, this person's real. Oh, I don't like. We saw that last time. Damn it, baby. They post shit all the time. I know you're busy, but. She was brutally. The way nobody gave up. Uh, I watched the last time. I think we're running out of options right now. Um, this one's equal. If equality. men can walk around the streets without a shirt on, I think women should have every right to do so. There's honestly no difference. It is just a set of nipples. We support you. That's so funny, I guess. Huh? This one's called an interesting title. What the fuck? He turned himself like, into a mermaid or something? Weird as hell. This one's. Uh, I mean, they scream and shit. Just so, this one's you gotta read. I don't know if I like this. Just so that we can understand. Why do you think Western countries would do this? We mean, as in the diplomatic boycott. Personally, why do you think Western countries would boycott? Because China's so fucking awesome. It must be. China number one. Don't you think? We've gotten stronger. We're living better. Look, my genes are over. I doubt if someone foreigners can even afford this. 
Right, but here in China, people are living better and better. We can use our phones to make any payments, right? And that's just in the last 10 to 20 years that we've developed so much. Our parents have medical insurance and social security. Kids go to school for free. At night, Chinese people can roam the streets alone at 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning. What's that? Dave? Would you dare do that abroad? I'm telling the truth. We're literally thriving. I think that's where they get jealous. A Uyghur human rights issue? Let me tell you, my good friend is from Yinjing, my best bro. Okay? My very good friend is a Uyghur. I think that's his Ah, oh, man, it's hard to, What is this shit about? Is this like some Chinese propaganda I'm watching? China, am I watching Chinese propaganda? That guy tried to make China so fucking cool, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Guarantee that's some fucking Chinese propaganda. God damn. China looked dope as fuck. He looked cool as fuck. Yeah, 4 a.m. walking around the street. Yeah, you can do that in my city, but fuck. I know some cities you can't do that in America. He's right. Jeez. China number one. Oh, man. This is your wife. I think that's it for the cringe. Last one. Title is, I was listening to Spotify while cooking it in a song I've never heard of Mickey spoke to me. I seriously can't stop crying because of it. I've never felt like I fit in anywhere. What is this shit? I hate that I had adverse child experiences that would be on my control. I hate being this old knowing I'm not yet reached my full potential. I'm so mother effing badass it's not even funny. I am nowhere near done. Love the inspiration here. I'm so powerful it is remarkable that my physical body can even contain me. If you underestimated me, you were wrong. If you're watching this, do not give up. God damn, Jay Gowski. Coming in with the winner of the cringe tonight. I think that tops the charts. That woman is fully cringed out of her fucking mind and I love it. Great cringe right there. Alright, so now we're at 42 minutes. I killed some time. Nice little segment there. Uh, it was whatever. Whatever of a seg. I think Twitch TV Bobo. I think I remember him now. Anyways. So, uh, how are we in the show? Let's not talk. Oh, man. This is the last pandemic episode for a while. Let's just get that off my chest. Till some other shit happens. I won't do it again. I'm done with the pandemic. Count on me. I'm over it. Done talking about it. I already live in a free state. Should be happy. Uh, but I want everybody to live in a free state. And I'm a dreamer, baby. That's exactly what I am. So, uh, 43 minutes. I don't know why I talk about the time like that. But I do. I mean, looking back, let me talk about my childhood a little bit. So, I was in daycare till fifth, fifth grade. Right? So, what is that? Nine years old? Nine, ten. So when you're in like fifth grade, and you you leave you li you leave daycare as a senior. I'm a I was a super senior daycare kid, by the way. I feel like so I'm leaving daycare. I go to a new school, and uh, this is some something maybe a lot of people might not know. But when I I went from a school where I was super majority, all white student population for the most part. There's a few students maybe. There's 30 students in class. There might be one or two who weren't uh, white LDS. And then I go to a new school, and the new school in there's it's the exact opposite almost. There's probably four or five white kids in the class, and 25 Hispanic kids in the class. <laughs> Maybe one like uh, or persons of color. A lot of people from different backgrounds. In the heart of Utah Valley, like, how did that happen? Well, I went to the one school that's right next to, this is, it won't be hard to find out, but a Catholic school, or church, Catholic church. So, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of reason to move near there, I guess, if you're Catholic. 
Um, so anyways, I transfer and I go from like a super senior, fit in, like dominated daycare, right? <laughs> I was the coolest guy there. Um, and in the school where I fit in with everybody to a situation where uh, I'm by myself. I have no new friends. And um, I just like, I just a super quick growing experience for me to, to kind of realize I didn't fit in. Right, I'm, I'm not like everybody else, and I didn't fit in before, by the way, in a lot of other reasons because I wasn't an active Mormon. And I've talked about this in my Sunday church. So, excuse me. Um, so growing up at this time was interesting because I didn't feel like I knew how to navigate socially, and then. Another unique aspect about the school I went to was there was another classroom or program in the school where gifted students went. So, and a lot of those kids were all white. So, like, there's like one classroom in my school where like most of the white kids went, and they were all smart. And then like there's my fifth grade class where like you know we're all not that smart, I guess, right? And half of us, more than half of us, English is our second language, my dog. Poche pendejo. Pamele ba. You know what I mean? And where I'm bringing that stuff in from is fifth grade right there. And so every recess, it was the smart, privileged kids versus, you know, the underrepresented minorities, uh, Hispanics, uh, and me and a couple other white kids. And we battled these smart kids, dude, every single day. Who could be the best? Who could be the best, dude? Um, and it was interesting because my previous school I came from, we played flag football and shit. We played basketball. The new school I went to, we played soccer every fucking day, dog. Nothing else. Nothing else. We played soccer Monday, soccer Tuesday, soccer Wednesday, soccer Thursday, soccer Friday. We played soccer from the time the school year started till the time the school year ended. It didn't matter if it was Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, cool, dude. Everybody still wanted to play soccer. So uh, it was just a unique rivalry at that time in fifth grade, which was really fun for me to kind of experience that and to be a part of something uh, that I had never been before, which was a minority or an outside group. To some extent, I had never experienced that. And so I, it was very fun. I'm just, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day because. Uh, one of the kids I went to school with, there's two Miguels in my class, uh, Skinny Miguel and Fat Miguel. They were both overweight, though, which is funny. One got the skinny uh, name. Anyways, one of the Miguels came to my house. It was like 5 o'clock, dude. And he said, hey, you want to play soccer? First of all, I don't even know how he found my house. That was one of the weirdest parts ever. He rang the doorbell. I'm like, what the fuck is that? My parents ain't even home. My parents ain't going to like 5 o'clock, 6, dude. So I'm like, Riding solo for the most part, sitting in my house alone, <laughs> waiting uh, for my parents to get home. And I hear a knock on the door. I'm fucking scared as shit. I go look out the window. I'm like, oh, it's Miguel. He's holding a soccer ball. What the fuck? How'd he get here? And uh, he wanted to practice so we could beat these smart kids in recess the next day, dude. And I looking back. He only came to my house one time and asked me to hang out one time. And I said, you know what, Miguel, I think I'm going to watch Simpsons. And damn it, dude. I'm not saying I might have been a professional soccer player, but I might have had one or two more Hispanic friends growing up. Uh, so I look back on that often and think like, I wish, I mean, because now looking back, I could have always, I can watch that Simpsons episode any day of my life, but I will never be able to go play uh, soccer with Miguel. And I did hang out with him. Uh, at other times, so it's not like I didn't hang out with them after school. I, there were times where I did hang out with them after school and ride bikes and went on dirt jumps and shit like that. But, man, that was a fun, fun time. And then I transferred schools again in sixth grade and back to a majority school. So then in sixth grade, I went back to being all white. Oh, like, you know, oh, yeah, back in an all white school, right? And I didn't fit in in this school. Dude, my only friend was a Polynesian kid. And uh, I find that find that interesting looking back. <laughs> it's like, how did that shit happen? You know what I mean? Uh, majority, minority, majority, only friends of minority. Uh, man, 
life plays game, funny games with you somehow. So that's a little personal insight into my life. I thought I'd add that to the show because people want to know more about me. Probably, maybe. Who gives a shit, really, though? Um, I'm just trying to fill up this void of silence. And maybe try to bring a couple stories up from the past and see how that makes me feel. Um, you know, childhood stories, daycare stories. Uh, here's a funny story. I like myths, stoner myths. Here's a stoner myth. I don't know if anybody has... Uh, any myths they grew up with. Uh, I used to space cruise and get high, I used to smoke, blah, 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 marijuana, blah, 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 blah. A lot of you might have already known that. I'm admitting it now. Um, and when I was young, I also did shrooms in high school, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know what to think about that. Now, because if, if you're young, if you're long, if you're young now, and you listen to me and I'm like, oh, this shit's great. I hope I don't influence anybody at that formative stages of their life to do things that I did. You know, live free, live wild, man, but don't live like me. I don't like when people follow uh, others for no <laughs> real well thought out reason. So the cool stoner myth that I had was I'd recently done shrooms. And a myth was going around in our friend circle because we all just kind of had done shrooms recently was that if you smoke marijuana after doing shrooms any time in your life by the way i i had to clarify this one i heard it but so if you smoke marijuana there's always a hidden potential for it to activate the mushrooms you ingested a long time ago so <laughs> the idea the idea being uh you could just smoke weed one day and then all of a sudden you're shrooming because <laughs> it, it ignited some part of your brain or so i didn't know i don't know how the fuck they explained it but it's just like yeah man, once you do shrooms uh one time you uh are always at risk if you smoke marijuana for re-triggering that shroom episode and as i've done shrooms again and smoked a lot of pot and i'm in my thirties, i'm like wow man what a fucking stupid myth and i was stupid as fuck for even think that thinking Thinking that was true. Man, that was a silly fucking story. Alright, but I'm 52 minutes in. I feel fucking great about this. Life is moving pretty nice right now. Um, the weather this week is looking alright. But damn, I'm feeling good. This is my 10th episode. I fucked up. This is a time about the podcast for goddamn way too long again. I won't do that again. Trust me, no more, no more, no more, no more pandemic talk, unless someone wants it. You know, there's uh, my one audience member is like, hammer away at that fucking pandemic talk. We need more of it. I will. I'll go. I'll go on that topic all day long. It seems to be one of my only things I care about and think about. And it's funny when people mock someone like, did you do your research? Motherfucker, it's the only thing I've been thinking about for two years. Yeah, I did some research. I don't have a job, do you? Are you busy? You working most days? I thought I'm chilling, dude. I'm reading, typing, th thinking. I'm college educated. Got a master's degree. I'm not a fucking idiot. Close, but not. You know what I mean? So did I do my research on some of this shit? Yeah, I did. Right? And I, like I said in my earlier episodes, I know enough smart people to know they're not that special. They just read a certain amount of books, took a certain amount of tests, got a degree. Right, maybe got a job because somebody knew somebody schmoozy schmoozy, especially at that level. Fuck them. I don't trust any of them. Fuck those high level experts. Experts at what? Suck my dick, Fauci. God, done talking about the pandemic. I'm gonna end on in some music. Ah, oh, fuck, man. No more pandemic, dog. I gotta figure out how to make a podcast without talking about the pandemic. Cause if I can't, oh, we're gonna have to rename this podcast to some dude who only can talk about one thing um so i mixed it up a little bit at the end there i hope you appreciated it uh man i think i yeah i made my mark 55 minutes i wonder how long the intro was but i'm probably at 51 minutes um like subscribe uh, if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, or YouTube, wherever you f you're, you're getting my contact content, wherever you're getting it, 
follow it means something to me you know what i mean of course i i keep track of who follows and stuff i obviously don't want a huge following so if you're listening to this and i already have like maybe around a thousand people following me and i mean don't make me too relevant because i can't you know what i mean i don't want to be super famous i want to be cool like andre nicotina in the rap game you know what I, mean? I want people to kind of know me on a level but at the end of the day it's the secret club to know this podcast right super secret so don't let it blow up too quick, uh, but definitely subscribe, like, uh, follow, do whatever you can to support the podcast. Uh, and if you don't support it, that's great too. I'm still going to make this. Still going to do it. I don't got sponsors, don't got ads, not getting paid. This is just love, baby. And uh, do what you love. Recommend it a bunch. God bless everyone.